All right, welcome back to a, the third episode of Pastor's Podcast. I know we've been gone for a while. Blame me, blame me. I've been in lovely Italy for 10 days. So we've been gone for like almost 14 days. No streams, no podcasts. But I'm here with the awesome. I'm your mind, he's back. That's me. There he is. There he is. Back again. Look at that. See? Together. Two is better than one. Alright? Not always gonna be dead. Only sometimes. Only sometimes. Only sometimes. That, that was an exception. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. The solo adventure was was kind of cool, but it's better as two. We're better as a pair than with one. Mm-hmm. Two minds are always better than one, right? That's how it is. Much more entertaining as well, yeah. Much more. Much more. Bounce ideas off of him. Right? Back and forth. Good back and forth here. Well, before we get into the big, you know, question of the week here of developers and why the AAA title games aren't performing well quality quality wise with the content being kind of subpar or not subpar but below their standards of what we think we can they can make for us talk a little bit about my trip a little bit my trip so i was gone for 10 days first time ever in italy have to say it was a lot of fun Ah, Italy. Okay. It was fantastic. I went to uh I went to Rome, Florence, and Venice. Well before all that, the, the trip there, so it, I went from California, LAX, to Paris, and then from Paris over to Italy. It was eleven hours straight from California to Paris. Eleven hours. That's that's a long flight, man. So it was a long flight. But it wasn't too bad. It was like I had a lot of cool movies to watch. Watched The Incredibles too. I finally watched Ant Man and the Wasp, which was pretty. I know cool. I haven't. I still haven't watched that. It's a pretty good movie. It's it's like I think the first one was better. I think the second one only served to be a buffer between the Infinity Wars. And if you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. It was. I liked it. I liked it. It was good. It, it did its job, I guess. Mm-hmm. And watched. Oh yeah, and I watched. Um, uh, the, probably the best movie other than John Wick Volume 2, which I didn't know that was on it until I got back on the flight back to California. I watched, uh, what was it? It was Mission Impossible Fallout. That movie is very good. I is know it? I'm biased because I love Mission Impossible and, and I love Golden GoldenEye 007 you know, movies and James Bond movies, but I love that movie. It was such a great action movie. Every single scene like it wasn't boring. It wasn't like number two, where it was like a lot of talking, 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 and some action. It was just complete mm-hmm. action, great dialogue, good exposition. It wasn't clunky. It was just, it was just so to the point. It didn't make the audience feel dumb at all. It just, it just, it was entertaining. It made the flight faster. See that right? Yeah, now. I noticed the main drawback on action movies is there's too much talking to the point where you kind of just lose the interest of who's yes. watching. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, I get it. Yes, that's the bad guy. Yes, yeah, you don't want to have this. like six okay. hours of build up for like a 30 minute fight scene that you're going to rave about. And then, hey. you know, that's the end of the movie. Exactly. So I'm like, thank you for those movies because they cut the time in half. And then at halftime, I was sleeping because I was, what, four in the morning? I left for, uh, from California to go to Italy. So it was, it was, it was fun. Great trip. I got to say, I think I already said it on the stream, but I'll say it again. The food, I tried it. I try to try everything. I tried mostly, of course, I ate a lot of gelato. You have to. It's in Italy. <laughs> it, the gelato there is... Because the cool thing is about gelato there... Well, the food there is... Here's the thing. The food there is awesome. 
but like every town and even small town, big town, city, they all have their specific thing they're good at that they're really, really good at. Some specific hole in the wall city, uh, I think the well, hole in the wall, I'll say that, but this one smaller city, I think it's Florence called Assisi. It's just <laughs> one small gelato company, mom and pop shop. That's, I think it's been taken over by the, mom, the son and daughter that make the best gelato in Assisi or in Italy, right? So I'm like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was for the best of taste. It had that different flavor of strawberry. It's this one thing called passion fruit, which I never had passion fruit of anything for like a frozen, uh, frozen meal, and it was awesome. It tasted like it's like imagine like imagine like having lemon and strawberry and mango and like raspberries, and then injecting all that with the most natural, healthy version of steroids in your life, and that's what it is. It's, not a natural, it, healthy <laughs> version of steroids, huh? That's that's a comparison. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> kind of like you know, oxymoronic, right? But no, it's like it's just—it was just good. It was—I can't explain it any other other way. It was because I didn't know it was there. I just thought I, I tried two flavors every single time you go there. So that's the plan. That's what they want you to do. Like every time you go to a different place, try something new. Try new wine, try new dinners, try new breakfasts and foods, and then try new ice cream. Like okay. So always got two different flavors, mango so, and strawberry. Um, I got vanilla and coffee, like different, different flavors every single time. They're good. They, they make their, mm-hmm. their ice cream very, very well. Like everything is so rich, but it's so simple. I don't know how they do it. They do it. It's magic. Yeah. I'll say it's Italian magic. Yeah. So there, fruit, so. like, the thing with like Italy is like, I, I, I'm currently like studying the language. It's a thing I like, and I'm kind of like learning about the culture of the cities and everything. I want to visit it, but it's just... <laughs> You know, it's just, it's something you got to get to down the road. Right, right. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, it took me two years to plan this trip with my family. Like two full years to get the money together, to get the, like, where we wanted to go, um, and to plan out everything with the travel agent. So mm-hmm. after we nailed everything down, well, for the most part, we, I just wanna, I, first it was like the cities, like where do we want to go in the cities? Because there's Manila, there's Rome, of course, gotta go to Rome. There's Florence, there's Venice, there's a lot of different cities in Italy that you can go to that's pretty fun, right? Other than Rome, because everyone goes to Rome. I'm like, hmm. I'm like, you know what? What, what about the sites? Where do we want to see? I want to see the Vatican. I want to see the David. I want to see the Colosseum. So mm-hmm. all there's, a lot, there's a lot of culture there's, in there's Italy. A, there's so much. There's so yeah. much, like I said. The and the most painful cities. part of not living there is you have to pick and choose which ones you can see, which ones you can't, and like how much money you have. It's all, it, it's so hard to see everything. Exactly. It's like opportunity cost. Like, okay, if I go here, I can't go there. But if I spend money and time here, I, I have no time to go here because in Italy, like they take advantage of their days. When I say that, yeah. I mean like they wake up. Everyone there wakes up at like six, seven in the morning. They have their breakfast. They have their coffee. I love coffee now. Like Italy, thank you, Italy. All right, they have um, uh, the go about their walks. They always they walk everywhere. That's why they're so damn skinny. They walk everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's, they walk everywhere. It's crazy. They're walking yeah. all the way down to, um, to see their friends. Uh, walk across the place to go to like you know a hangout somewhere, and then they walk over to the park and they yeah or go to some museum. That's what we did. We just did what they did. Went uh, mm-hmm. got up in the morning, seven in the morning. Got some breakfast, got our coffee, went on the bus, went on the tours, the Vatican, new tour to go see the David. It was awesome. The David in person is amazing. 14 feet tall. The most difficult piece of, of marble ever picked for a sculpture, and he made it perfect. He made a masterpiece. 
Michelangelo's a genius. Though. I gotta say that right now. Oh, I yeah. was I was starstruck seeing that in the Pieta in the Sistine Chapel. It was fantastic. And then of course everything shuts down at like between twelve and two. It's like the siesta. And then they get after two o'clock. They come back for like a late lunch, and then you have a three course dinner meal. And then of course mm-hmm. after that you have a small everything's small portions, small uh, tiramisu or small you know cake, and then you have a, a little small coffee. When I say small coffee, I mean small coffee, but it's espresso, so it's really really strong. And they have, of course, if you, if you want it before the espresso, you have a little what they call limoncello, which is fantastic. It's fantastic, <laughs> very strong, like a lemon drop tequila. It's like, oh my goodness, that's what it tastes like. But it's so mm-hmm. freaking amazing. So I did that for ten days in a row, and I averaged four miles walking. Took advantage of every single day. I never stayed in. I never slept in one time. I was up at seven a.m. every morning. Went to, went to bed by like one or two in the morning every single morning, every single day. So mm-hmm. it was like. One of the best trips ever. Loved it. Hated it. the trip back. Of course, was hell because eleven hours is not fun to travel back. Yeah, no. You're going and back home. You, <laughs> you used up all the movies on the way there, so you need to find new ones on the way back. It was tough, dude. I, I rewatched uh, Knocked Up. I rewatched a mm-hmm. lot of the movies uh, and shows and stuff. I'm like, I, oh, I watched John Wick too. That was pretty cool. John Wick Part Two, like that. It's a simple. Like a lot of a lot of movies can learn from that. John Wick. Because it's simple. It's a guy. The first one, it seems funny. The guy, the first movie is these dumb teenagers who are kind of punks who are spoiled by the mafia, the mafia dad and parents killed his dog and stole his car. Oh, they're so, it's so fun. So fun. And then his dad's like, dude, that guy is the most well-trained assassin in the world. I can help you. If I help you, he'll kill me. He'll kill me too. So you're in. Hey, hey, you need an assassin? (laughs) Wow. Let me tell you. <laughs> exactly. Like that helmet. It's like, no, I'm not helping you. You're a big. You're a big man now. You you stole his dog. I mean, you killed the dog. You stole his car. I didn't do that. That's your fault. Yeah, there were so, so many memes that came out of the whole. Oh, you killed my dog. That thing. Exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like you killed his dog. Ooh man, you better run. <laughs> and you can't run because it's the best assassin you ever trained. So like the kid was pretty much screwed. Anyone he put in front of him and John Wick, they died. Duh. Yeah. Right. And of course at. Spoiler alert! After the end of the movie, it was three years old, four years old movie. Come on, you should have seen it. So at the end of that movie, like he uh, ends up, you know, getting revenge on the kid and the dad because that happened. It angered uh-huh. other people, other assassins in the community. So then they, in the next movie, went after him. Like it was like it's a cool, like little, like I don't know, it was like a really organic way of doing it. It wasn't like here's a bad guy. He's done. Yeah, but it Another wasn't like guy, yeah, it done. didn't follow like the movie like format where it's like here's a villain. Uh, and then, like, two movies later, here's someone who admired that villain. Go exactly. go and get him. Exactly. Or, like they find, or, like, the uh, the writer forgets. Like, you'll see this in, like, uh, for example, Joe's Bizarre Adventure. You'll see, like, where the like the, the writer completely forgets certain parts because he takes so long writing certain parts of, like, the story that in the future they'll try to revisit something but forget things that they've written in the past. Yes. So, yes. And like they'll either just repeat the same plot or they'll repeat something or they'll use something that was like used already. So it kind of just gets repetitive, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it kind of feels like a, a, a conveyor belt of, of villains in line like, "Oh, you're next." Uh it's, or like a DMV like number villain number 3. Oh, there we go. Joker. Yeah, come here. Uh villain right number here. 7. Uh oh, Two-Face. Cool. Okay, come on. It's like, dude, Where's organic nature? Well, I'm not saying that, that those uh, the Dark Knight series is bad. No, not at all. That was no. really good at doing. They did a good organic way of doing it as well. But mm-hmm. other, uh, I'm saying other uh, event and action movies 
are just so like, here's a villain, he's done. Here's a villain, he's yeah, done. It feels very like, production like. It feels very production like. Like, here's a big star, he's a villain now, and that's the new. Guess who he hates? You're not gonna believe it. Exactly. The protagonist again. I was like, God. That's why I love. That's why I love James Bond movies because they always pick one James Bond and they put him in a world, like a world of four movies where everything yeah. feeds off of the next one. Every action he made, then the, fed off of the, that. Like if you put away one villain, the villains like dad, dad or cousin, whatever, felt that like, ooh, I'll get him next time. I'll do it for the family. Like or they have certain motivations they have for taking out James Bond. It's not just like, oh. I have money. I'm bored. I want to beat up a, a good guy. Who's a good guy? James Bond. No, it's like yeah. if James Bond married the girl he's supposed to marry, he's gonna kill James Bond because he's crazy. He's a the villain. Plot, yeah, the plot smoothly flows the way they put it together. Kind of like Doctor Who, but the same way they put that together. Exactly. And you go from one doctor to the next doctor, and it's never like clunky. Just like smooth transition. That's what I love about those movies. It's so smooth. The third one sounds freaking. I want to see what happens, but the third one, I'm so hyped for. I didn't know they had a trailer, by the way. That came out in July. I missed it. Yeah, it, it's oh. good. It, I haven't seen it yet. I, I gotta watch it. But it, oh man, I read about it. The the plot. Ugh, I can't wait. It sounds so cool. Like that's a great <laughs> way to, to like make a trilogy. The third one's gonna be absolutely action from beginning to end. Absolutely, I, I can't wait. I can't also, wait. Uh, I just want to jump off this little subject real quick. On on topic of uh, since we're both we both play a lot of games. Obviously. Oh yes, yes. Uh, there's a new Switch release that came out uh, recently that I'm really uh, excited about that I figured out. Uh, Civilization VI released on the Switch. And says uh, Warframe also released, and you're able to put your saves from PC onto the Switch version. So I heard about right. that. I heard about so that. Now you, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to pick up Civ Six for the Switch. I don't know about Warframe just yet. I know it's free, but, you know, I kind of never... I'm like the one guy that doesn't get his foot in the door with the main series, and you know that. Like, I, there's mm-hmm. a bunch of games you're like, you never played this. Yes. But it's just, yeah. I was very. I, I don't. I don't play. I, I wouldn't say I don't play mainstream games. I was never able to. I always had like the one console that didn't have it, or just you know the guy that didn't get interested in it. So it's like I never got my foot in the door with Warframe. So I might end up doing that on the Switch and getting my door, my foot in the door on that. I mean, might as well. It's a, 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 the big new update came out like what last week for Warframe. I haven't played it yet myself, but of course another it's another boost in like in content a little boost in mm-hmm. and uh, and the awesome exactly there's no there's no excuse for you not to play this game okay i want to i want to hear your uh your, your view of this game your homework is to play warframe okay this week this uh, it's thanksgiving it's me opening up the store right here oh, you just heard go. me open up the nintendo see? store there it is there we go guys see we we get things done here on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> the important things are always done here on the podcast about downloading it's warframe very, <laughs> very slowly just very slowly hey, hey it took like what, almost like eight, nine years. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I got it. It's all right. It's all right. A lot of games. I out can there play in the Skyrim world. for the first time on the Switch too, if I You've want. Never to. played Skyrim. Uh you, No way. You, you serious right now? I'm serious. Oh my goodness. Never, never touched it. Never touched it. Damn. One of the best games. Ooh, great segue. One of the best games ever played from Bethesda, <clears throat> because the content was incredible. Everyone always kept saying, how the hell they get all that content and more in that small little disc? Because mm. no one else did it. No one else could do it. It's like the Naughty Dog and Bioware. But no one else could get all that content in that one disc. It kind of, it kind of skipped here and there. There's some bugs. You know what Bethesda is. But we mm. all forgave it because there's no... The cool thing about the game was no two caves were the same. No two valleys were the same. You can pick... I spent three hours one time 
All I had was three hours to play the game. Spent three hours picking mushrooms, picking flowers, uh, picking different like you know berries, frost berries, and making potions. Sounds very Animal Crossing to me, right now. It was so amazing, <laughs> and, I, and I built houses. I became like uh, the chief of a town. It was just I got married. That was cool. That was a great quest, by the way. It took an hour and a half. A nice mm-hmm. long, you know, courtship phase. Well, hour and a half, and the game's like you know almost two weeks of courtship because it was that you know got to give her flowers mm-hmm. and it was really nice that they did it. It's like a nice mini mission, like a really side side mission, but it was like they put so much time that small meticulous you know details in that one side thing about getting mm-hmm. married, having kids. It was like wow, I felt like I was, I was part of the world. Like when I turn the game on, I'm like, oh, my wife is there. She went to work, <laughs> making me dinner. Yeah, I, I like I, games I, like that. Right? Like, kind of like, yeah, it just, it feels good to slowly, like, you can look back at, like, what you had, like, a year before and, like, yes. play the game again and be like, wow, I didn't have this, I didn't have that. I, I like games where it's, like, season-based. Kind of like the old Nintendo games. Like, for example, like, Tamadachi Life, Animal Crossing. Those games I love. Yes. It's yes. just like, yeah, I, I still play Tamadachi Life to this day, and I really hope for a Switch port, but... Hopefully one know. day. Those Actually, speaking... Sp- Speaking of Switch releases, uh, going to segue back onto that. Uh, I said Sim 6. We got Mother Russia Bleeds recently released. I have that one. Um, they also put on, uh, they, they finally put YouTube on the Switch, so you can now download that. Nice. Uh, Valiant Hearts the Great War. Oh. That's, that's a very nice addition. Have you played that game before? I have, I've, I considered buying it. I know a little bit about the story. I know it's a very, very good story. Buy it. Buy it and play it. It's a, it's one of the best indie games I've played in my life. It's an amazing game. Yeah, I, I, amazing I can game. tell. I, I know it's a good game. It's got a really good story, I've heard. so Incredible story. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited about YouTube being on the Switch, and I could watch things if you really want to. Yeah, true. You can, like, People you know, have been sit, wanting that since the beginning, yeah. You can sit there and play games, or you can pretty much, you know, watch cat videos. So you can siphon your whole life away yeah, on the why Switch. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Between first-party releases and, like, YouTube, you're not going to leave that Switch. It's going to be 24-7. No matter what. We also got Trivial Pursuits. No, that uh, Wheel awesome. of Fortune, Jeopardy. Uh, oh, the pack. So it's called the uh, the board game pack, right? Yeah. It's, like, it's like Trivial Pursuit, Monopoly, and the guy, right? Yeah, that looks mm-hmm. awesome. I want that. And I want that. We have Diablo 3. That sounds awesome. Interesting selection. I'm, just, I'm still going to go down this list a little bit, see if anything else is uh, catching my eye here. Damn. Of course, there's a lot of... Small indie games I'm going over, but we're going to focus on the main releases. Yeah. So, like, so back to mm-hmm. the whole, like, you know, while my friend here looks for his awesome games and gets Warframe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Skyrim. Great game. Amazing release. At least on 11, 11, 11. People are still playing that game to this day. It's been seven years. The game is still being played. It's still being released. It's because it's it's, of the mods. It's, it's the mods that keep there it we going. Go. That's true. I the know mods that. on Steam keep it alive. And the cool thing about that thing is like the developers like, yeah, it's your game. Mod it. He's like the one of the few people, few developers that said, yes, you have free range to, to mod the game. It's yours. You bought it. Just mod it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And they created this whole great modding community where some people do it for, you know, for money. Some people do it just for fun. Some for the friends that have fun online. And some can like practice making the mods and like get a job out of it. It's, it's like it's one of the coolest things ever. Like, thank you for that. And then mm-hmm. came, that was 2011. Fast forward to now. And I can't believe I said this, but I'm saying this, but I always looked up, before I say it, I always looked up to the big three of the gaming when I was growing up, right? When I was in my, I guess, mature stage of a ga- of the gamer mm-hmm. mindset was, it was Bethesda, it was Bioware, 
it was Naughty Dog. Those three, and then EA, EA and Activision were there too. They had great games, but those were the big three. I'm like, the, I, I said to myself, they will never be taken down for a very long time. There's, they make great games. They're fun games to play. They always have great content. I just love their games. I always bought their games and pre-ordered their games, no matter what they made. And Bioware made great games, you know, Mass Effect series were the best Bethesda ever. Bethesda and Rockstar, those, those are the two companies that, when they make games, the things that keep the games going for so long, instead of, like, holding the games down, is the fact that you can you can mod them. That's why GTA V is still going strong. It's because right. the online capabilities and the modding, that's what keeps the game going. Right. And that, that, that game's another titan in of itself. Rockstar made it... Well, one thing Rockstar does well is they write great stories. They write great stories for great characters, and they make of them course, very yeah. memorable. They, they they always every single Grand Theft Auto game, you know, whatever your opinion on it is, if it's too violent, don't play it. If you don't like it, it's fine. But you can't deny that they have amazing scripts, like movie type scripts for their games. Like they they are great in that. That's one thing they always do well. And the online, the online GTA Five online has been this way, this gone this long for one modding and two because they keep for a while. Rockstar was getting out free DLC for like Halloween, for the like, the like new hikes missions and just new random missions you want to do here on the side to get more money to buy a house and to get a garage, whatever to get you started in the game. And then the, Rockstar kind of had a bad left turn with the shark cards and the change the meta of the game where they made everything worth See, less. I, and that kind of I made feel like a, it's it, ah. I feel like it's not really Rockstar that did that. I, I, it's more or less. The modders that that made that because when GTA Online first came out, the production on it was everything was normal price. You know, you didn't mm -hmm. have to go and like spend like three thousand bucks on a T-shirt. It's the fact that modders want to get everything so that mm -hmm. they mod in money and then it basically it rises the economy. It's kind of like printing money in okay, like yeah. the economy. The more they get modded money, the more they're going to have to raise the price for things to make it harder to acquire the money. Because the way that they kind of detect fake money in GTA Online is. The the amount that you if you spend all your modded money right away they're not going to detect it if you hold it there like for say even like two hours they're going to find it so it's more or less once you start getting high enough amounts of money they can tell when it's it, it, it's fake money so that's why they raise the price on things and then they can't lower them because there's missions that are outputting more money so it's kind of the modders kind of drove the economy into the ground for GTA Online which is why oh. I think if GTA Six releases with an online It'll be good at the start, and I hope that they don't raise the economy on it, but they probably will. Oh, gotcha. But I, okay. I, feel, I feel like it's more of the modders' fault that I kind of Okay, have. okay. So, Rockstar, not at fault. My bad. My bad. But then again, we have we go back to... Uh, oh, man. God! I, I'm so... Because I, I was open-minded about this, too. I was open-minded about this. I really wanted it to be something awesome, because I, I always... I love... I didn't love Fallout 3 that much, but I loved Fallout 4. I know it had, didn't have a good, strong storyline, but it did have cool NPCs and great, great um, tag-along characters. Yeah, Very cool world the, compared the to the last one. Really yeah, the nice, Companion was yeah. awesome. I love the Companion mechanics. It's like, a, it's like the first Fallout game where just first ever, you know, but there's a game in that realm of Skyrim and, and you know, Fallout. They, the NPCs, we can talk to one another. We have a voice to go back and forth. I'm like, that's so cool. And it felt like it was a well-fleshed-out game in that right. And the weapons didn't break, for God's sakes, every two seconds, like in number three. That's one thing that, that oh, I didn't like. No. The weapons broke Don't all the time. I had no money to repair them. I always, I always went broke repairing my freaking weapons I wanted to keep with me. Or I had to sell them for <laughs> bottle caps to buy other things. I got to buy, like, you know, 
first aid spray and stint packs and whatnot. I was like, Jesus, I, I can't stay alive in this game. Although I'm too poor to stay alive or I just get killed and have not enough right away to get rid of the yeah. radiation, radi- radiation from my body. New like, Vegas, New Vegas, man. That was that was an adventure. That's what I need to play. I keep like saying the New Vegas and the DLC for New I, Vegas was fun. I know. See, to, here we go. My yes, turn to hackle you on not playing a game? It is. New Vegas, you got to play. <laughs> I have the game. I haven't played it yet, though. That's the thing. I have all the DLC for the Fallout games. I've now played. I have 401 games, okay? I know I have 406 games. I just bought five games from Steam. Oh, I'm going to play them. I'm going to play them. I'm going to stream them in December. See, I'm, I'm being a good boy here. I, I, yeah. I keep my promise. <laughs> when I buy the games, I'm going to play and stream them. I will do that. Trust me. But yeah. I feel like, like Steam's kind of like that, like that Brooklyn Street, like, all right, put your hands up, empty your pockets. <laughs> empty Ex- your pockets. They're mm-hmm. right now. Exactly. So they'll, they'll, they'll hold you up. Let you mean no, because right now it's an autumn sale. See, I should have said that. If I said that now, they're like, oh, autumn sale? Oh, yeah. When you say sale <laughs> and steam, people like wallets kind of just, you know, kind of seep out of their pockets. Yeah, kind of crawl out of their pockets, you know? Also, we got a little update. An hour and 54 minutes until Warframe is done on my Switch. So there you go. Boom! That, that'll be There we go. Got it. See, look at that. Ah, influence. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> about Fallout. Here, of course, let's just talk about it. Elephant in the room, guys. This is one. This is one thing that I. This is one game, with a company that I trusted that made me want to talk about this. Hey, not only want to talk about because everyone's talking about Fallout seventy six and they have their opinions and it's very polarizing. The most downloaded game on Metacritic in history, two point seven score. Okay, we know, right? But the reason why I want to talk about this is because I noticed a pattern over the. I didn't notice it at first. I played a lot of indie games, so I kind of ignored a lot of the big games going on. I'm like, oh, Horizon Zero Dawn, cool game, nice. Oh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Very cool game. All right. I, I, I see them. I see them, the good ones, and I see the bad ones. But I, haven't, I didn't notice how bad it's gotten and how, like, I won't say lazy. It's not lazy development. It's just how corporate a lot of these companies have gotten and how the, the, the stockholders and the big execs are really running the show, like, kind of to the ground. I don't want to say it's kind of hyperbole, but kind of I can see it happening because you see people like Telltale Games. Where like they had one, one way of making games, The Walking Dead worked. Let's make every game with The Walking Dead skin. Boom, it worked for a while, and then you saw the bubble growing and growing and growing. Popped, everyone out of business. Done. Have to have someone else help them finish the last Walking Dead game. Everything else is canceled. If they can find someone. If they can find someone. Well, actually, they did find someone. I forget who they found, but they, well, found, a, they found someone to make it. The rest of the yeah, games, have, but a lot of companies reached out, but they didn't really like much of the companies that reached out so i didn't really partner with any of them until they found the one i don't know if they found the one yet i think mm-hmm. you just said that they did i'm i'm yeah. aware of that because i haven't been keeping up with that but i really do hope to see that story fully yeah so they found someone last for the name of it but they found someone last week that's pretty specialized in like story games I'm like oh, okay good so that's good but then like it feels like i know like I, I get it. It's expensive. It's more and more expensive to make games because it's a risk. You, you try to create a new IP. If it fails, you're eating the cost of that failure, and everyone around you loses their jobs, including maybe you, because you're the one that, that shoehorn the idea of the new IP. I get that idea. It's, it's kind of scary. But, like, if you, you see all these brilliant minds, what I find fault in is that these people have, you know, they're better than that. You know, like the faults, you know, Bethesda can make a great Fallout game. They've made it two, three and four, for God's sake. It's a great game. They made Skyrim. They made the, El- the Elder Scrolls series one of the best RPG games I've ever played in my life. Morrowind mm-hmm. still, for me, is one of the best games I've played in Oblivion. 
So like if you if you see how they did in like you know two thousands and two thousand and five and seven and eleven, why the hell are we getting this lazy example of a game in seventy six? Like why are we getting that game? Even though it's ambitious, I guess it's ambitious. But all you needed to do was put it online with your friends and then populate it with some cool NPCs like they've done in every single Fallout game. Like I I find it kind of annoying when I see games that are not finished and they get slapped a tag of the sixty dollar price tag on it and they say oh. This is, this is what they said, though. They said, we'll finish it later. Well, here's the thing. I, at the same time, that's why pre-ordering games is, get, is becoming more and more of a bad idea. Yes, it is. Slowly. It's, I agree. I, I used to pre-order games like crazy. You know, I, I would be like the first guy in GameStop ready to pre-order a game and get yeah. it early, you know. But um, I, it's just getting more and more risky, especially with digital downloads. And, and if we're going to talk about uh, Fallout 76, with the way they did digital downloads on PC, if you downloaded the the beta right for free yeah you couldn't uninstall it on your pc with yes. no matter what background you used unless you purchased the game that's that was that was a problem that is that was horrible that was horrible to hear about so they just grabbed your money and they said okay now you can delete it and then of course going around going around about to try to get your refund back because you know the game wasn't mm -hmm. to your liking it's probably going to be a headache and a half as well. So you could eat the cost of, you just say, you know what, 60 bucks, whatever. They got my money, move on, sunk cost. But that's not fair. Because the, yeah, it's like, yeah. it's a, I just think like the way, the, the way they're doing things now is they're trying to find new ways to get our money. That's scary to me. Because it used to be like, hmm, let's make a game that the people, the people love, put this and that and this and that and this and that in it. Put all these things, and out of the 90 things in the game, it'd be 10 they don't like, but the 90 they'll love, and they'll, they'll keep coming back to our company to buy their game over and over again. That was the old school way of doing it. To put out just the best game possible, you have one shot, make it work. And now it's like, I feel like before it was like, they gave us a buffet, right? A buffet, here's a buffet. You want more food or second helpings? Here we go. Ooh, nice. A nice little, you know, uh, turkey. Oh, nice. Chicken. Oh, nice. Barbecue. Like, it's great food i love it a little bit of you know broccoli here and there some vegetables we don't like who cares brush it off oh nice little lovely mashed potatoes i love it i'm hungry i get it oh. thanksgiving but look that's what it was before but now i feel like it's like they're 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 putting on the getting a plate full of like say i don't know steamed carrots so you don't like carrots that much like eh i don't really like carrots that much like no we made this food for you to eat you're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> we, eat it you gotta eat it. But, well, here's the thing. With my stance on that, I feel like the reason that this is happening and the reason this is occurring is because games are digital. Most games are digital now. And the, the thing is, is back then, when games released, they were released. They couldn't push out digital updates to games. And that's why right. they, they made sure that games were the best they could possibly be before they released them. Yep. Now, game developers, I feel the main reason why games are coming out terrible when they first release is because game developers figure... Let's just push this out as soon as we can to get more money for more production. And we'll just fix the issues later because we could do that whenever we want. We could just mm -hmm. press a button and, and we could upload it and then everyone downloads it. But the problem is, is it ruins your initial reviews and then it's hard to get your reputation back later on once you've fixed it. Yeah. I, I've seen multiple problems. Like, for example, with the, with the new Battlefront games from like the Star Wars. Those oh, games had a boy. terrible launch and then another oh. company bought it from them, and then fixed it. But the game's reputation was too hurt to kind of gain back its audience. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's same with NBA 2K18. That game came yes. out, it was, it was horrible. It, yeah. it got bashed. And of course, the microtransactions are also a problem, but it's something you could, you know, work around. 
It's just game developers release games, but they don't care about the quality of the game when it releases because ah, screw it, we'll fix it later. Yeah. And it just it ruins the reputation and the overall view of the game. And and the thing is, like, even as big as they are, and I guess a lot of them have great reputations with with you know they're 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 kind of grandfathered in. Well, I won't say that because any company can die, which I don't want it to because then we lose on on the company and the games that could have been produced. You know, yeah. like Kojima and you know Konami. Could have been produced one of the best horror games of all time. They separated, went their separate ways for any kind of re- all the kind of weird reasons. But like, I, I get really just frustrated with like what they can do. I know it, at the end of the day, it's about making a buck, making money. I get that. But what, what really disturbed me though, I was watching a video and I read an article about this about like about about uh, Activision losing money. Right, that they the stock fell because they didn't hit their certain goals, and they're really specific, strict goals, man. Like, yeah, it's like three point five million. They won. They they made three point five billion dollars. Any kind of company would be like, oh my god, we hit the jackpots, a lot of money from microtransactions to the games they produce to a DLC for Destiny Two, and the higher up said, no, we wanted three point six. You didn't hit your goal, so uh-huh. that's that's on that's on Destiny Two. They say, pretty much are putting everything mostly on because it's the newest one, I guess, Destiny 2. They're saying because that game is sold the way it is, like the base game, 60 bucks and 40 bucks for the for the you know, expansions with friends stuff and, yeah. uh, and the strikes. Because it's sold the way it is, they're like, no, we need to, we need to sell them faster and make sure that people, they put more ways to, they didn't say it in this word, but this wording, but, you know, these corporate talk, to siphon money off out of people. So they're trying to get more money from that that company, but like mm-hmm. that, that IP, by putting more microtransactions in the game and se- and pushing out the DLCs faster, all the strikes and all like the expansions, meaning they're pretty much saying developers work faster, work longer, and make your deadlines happen. So I'm afraid that what happens is the the domino effect happens where they are demanding more, the developers are doing more. They can't do as much. They're human beings, for God's sake. They can't work 100 hours and not be tired. Mm-hmm. They make mistakes. They're humans. And that we suffer because we see the bugs. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is this company not doing the quality? But they're trying their hardest to do it. But they're, get, they're in such stringent, you know, uh, rules yeah, and regulation. They have to do it. They have to do what they can yeah. to push up what they have. You're buying it under time restrictions and then company restrictions. Yeah, it's like it's that's what it is. I, I feel that's going to be the future because a lot of companies are doing that, are changing their tune. They're not doing the whole uh, you know quality content thing. They're doing the whole like how so X Y Z equals X and A and B and this and that means if we do this, all these spreadsheets they put out there to try to like copy that games of service from EA and Activision and put it in, in their games. Like, dude, that's not how it used to be though. It used to be like what happened to the con the quality of the content. Like Borderlands One was an amazing game because it was fun. No storyline at all, but it was fun. Two was one of the best sequels ever I've ever played in my life because had a storyline, had a good characters, had, uh-huh. good, had good, you know, builds and suspense. Yeah. Billion guns, really funny dialogue. It was just really, really tongue in cheek. It was its own kind of like humor. And the DLC were, dude, I bought all DLC because they're funny. They're four hours long. There's like five DLC. They're four hours yeah, long. Well, Each most, of them were. Yes, well, Here's Crazy. the thing. I, I listen. If you want to talk to someone about Borderlands, I'm the guy you go to. The Hell thing yeah. is, they released the Headhunters, and those were all four-hour quests. So you buy yeah. all four of those, and you're getting you're getting all, like 16 hours of, of entertainment. Exactly. Then you buy the three. Or no, was it four? It was four full-on whole new stories you could play through. Yes. Literal stories. It's mm-hmm. like a separate game, and you mm-hmm. can play through it 
same game, same feel, but upgrade on the same character. That yes. game, it's impossible. I feel like no matter what quality of game you release with the Borderlands tag on it, it can't be Borderlands 2. And because because yeah. of what it's raised, because of what it has. It's yes. not that the game may be a better game or a worse game, but it just the game has such a reputation that you just can't, like, knock on. You can't. Yeah. I guess what, I guess, like, I love when developers do that. They, they put out a game. Another example of that, of, of being spoiled by developers, was when uh, Halo Reach came out. Halo Reach came out. Uh, when it first re- when it launched, I'm like, okay, I'll try the game out. It had a great, uh, great maps, of course, great maps, great guns. You know, everyone's new. If, if you're new to the whole thing of, of Halo, you, you got used to it. And I played that game like crazy the summer it released. And then every three months, I I stopped playing for like a month because I was you know I had school. Can't come back and I'm like whoa new map new map new map new uh, different uh, new mode. And the developer yeah. I was reading the developer forum like yeah we'll we will put out new, free new um, DLC. We'll choose one or two of the best you know forge builds and and you know of course polish them as we in our office and put it out there for you guys for free, like every quarter. Like so, we give you giving us four free maps, taking out maps that are not popular and redoing them for us for free. Like we did, I didn't pay for any of that stuff. It was all free. Like four new maps and retooled maps every single quarter for free. Like they spoiled us, because so no one left their servers. That was one of the like that those servers on Halo Reach were one of the highest like populated servers for a mm. shooting game that time because it was so fun to play. You didn't, you didn't want to stop playing it. Why stop playing a game when the developers are spoiling you? Like another one is uh, is Rocket League. You go out there, you play the game, you get some chests. Of course, you pay for the you know the ciphers, whatever, right? But yeah, keys, well, but they they whatever. actually been kind of dodging that now with the whole like season, like where you get in season right. and then uh, you get like points. That's been kicking the game into gear. Right, right. Like they pay like, like five bucks to get like a special premium when you level up. That's cool too. I don't mind that at all. That's fine because for the first like year, two year, three years, the game is free and they give you like free um free toppers, free wheels, free cars, all mm-hmm. all that stuff. All good stuff. Like, that's what we call spoiling your base. And they give us uh, the hockey update for free, the basketball for free. They give us uh, the drop shot for free, every rumble for free. Like, this is, that's what you do. You take the money you have and say, what can we make? Uh, well, how can we keep the base from, uh, from from dwindling and not growing and keep more people coming to the, to the, the game and keep their veterans staying happy? Boom. Competitive. It's separated competitive. Yeah. Too casual. Thank you. That was one of the best things and, and, in yeah, the game. And the thing is, that was good. they they have DLC which expands on, but it gives you no zero benefits. It's purely cosmetics, yes. and you know, it, it, like it just gives you that spring because it's when you when you get a DLC, the game feels newer. You have a f- fresh new environment, and it's all the paid DLC is only cosmetic, and all the free DLC is add-ons for everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets the benefit from it, and it's a, it's a really great system because it keeps the game going. Exactly. But that's why I, I say that, because like, that is a thing. That's like a, a huge example of developers can make great content for their games. Maybe they... I'm not sure why... I mean, I, I know why they won't, because it's safer to... It's like a good example, EA, right? They put out brand... Oh, brand new. Brand new, quotation mark, brand new uh, Madden, FIFA games every year right they tweak mm. the only thing you tweak really is up to the roster and they tweak certain like shading and certain fields whatever right and makes updates to the stadium here and there that's it when they offer more uh you know microtransactions for us to buy like the cards and whatever 
that, that model is so smart because they don't spend a lot of money, maybe like two, three million at max and make like a boatload of profit because everyone loves sports. I mean, a lot of people love sports. Football fans are crazy. They'll buy it every single year. I know a friend that play, buys FIFA every single year, no matter yeah. what. He'll pre-order it and, and pay and for the full price. Cat. Yeah, and in my case, you know, we uh, I, I buy you know the NBA 2K each year. It's right. something I invest in. I just I like the sport, the games that are made. They may not always be the best quality, but you'll hope for next year. And they, you know, as long as the game gets the job done and it simulates the act good enough, so be it. You know, so yeah. it's, it's just. And then you get the updated rosters, new team logos, you know, new features to like, say for example, like being a GM of a team. Like they could upgrade that feature, or like you know having upgrades to like owning a league or whatever they just you know it's they add on each year and it only gets better but there can be some game drawbacks but even then they could fix it and you know it still gets the basketball job done or so does the football job done like even with uh even with like nhl like you know that game nhl is probably out of all the sports games um made by like ea and 2k nhl is probably the strongest with like no issues I've yes. never really heard many complaints about NHL, but uh, when it comes to like NFL, you know, there's like passing problems. Right. NBA 2K18 was a complete mess. That was but, not good. You know, <laughs> it's, it's still it's still got the job done. And I think that's what matters. Right. Right. It, yeah. I mean, as long as it gets the job done and people enjoy it, fine. It's great. Good content. Good stuff. It, and I'm 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 holding out. I'm not going to say anything about the game because it hasn't come out yet at all. Anthem. Okay. Anthem. I'm really hoping this game is amazing. I don't like I said I don't want to see anyone get fired. I don't want to see anyone lose their jobs. I don't want to see any game company go down. Every time a game company goes down, either forced down like visceral games or kind of like just falls apart like Telltale games, I get sad cuz I love Telltale games. I loved the Walking Dead series up to a point, up to I think it's chapter 3 uh, was okay. Mm-hmm. And that I loved um, A Wolf Among Us. And I was looking forward to the second part of that game because that game was really well done. I, it surprised me. It was really well done. Yeah. And I played part of the Borderlands. Tales from the Borderlands was pretty funny as well. So I, I in Batman series, I heard it was pretty good too. Even though it had bugs in it, but I heard the content was good. Yeah. So when those companies go down, I'm like, I, I get like, ah, oh, no, not another one. Not another one. That sucks. But I hope, and what, I, what I'm hoping for is this. I'm hoping for because it's a, it's a crap ton of amazing indie games, and a lot of like the big, a lot of big companies kind of like uh, funded, like Anapura, kind of funded small companies and gave them free reign to do what they want to do creatively. Like here we go, we give you money, you're under our, our umbrella. If you need help, we got you. Help you publish, we'll help you develop. But then your your ideas are your ideas, man. Do what you want to do. So I'm hoping games like Ashen and then Last Night. And Ooblets and Mikko's Night Market and those kind of games kind of become mega hits or so yeah. ingrained in the in the in the mainstream of gaming and all over Twitch and over YouTube to where like the developers and AAA titles are kind of getting their ass kicked, saying, "Oh wow, we have to do better because they're eating our lunch right now. Like they're literally eating our lunch and dinner and breakfast. Like this is not good for us." Mm-hmm. And they, they see like creativity. Like I played big games. I played small games. I played a game. I played you know. Skyrim, love it to death. I played games like Halo. I played games like I played games like Gears of War two. Great games. By the way, all three games you mentioned, I have not played. Oh my lord, in heaven! You are killing me <laughs> right now. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm gonna part from my from finishing that sentence and that, that thought to just you know 
just reprimand you for not Ways playing great games because yeah. you have not. Those are amazing games. Oh seven, man. I listen. I played other best. good games. Yes, you have. You have. That's true. But oh seven, man. Oh seven was like the, the year of like the or the oh seven to twenty ten was like the year of like the best like franchise that came out for three sixty. And of course, PS3. Uh, well, you see, I only had a PS3 then, and even then, sure. you know, I, I didn't have a source of income at that age. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's kind of hard to get into things. It's just like I, mm, I always liked more of the. I was just one of the Call of Duty kids for for like one of the longest times. You know, you just set that set the game down in front of me. I'll play that. Like I'll just play like zombies with my brothers for like a year or two. Like I'll, I'm set. So it's right. kind of like I didn't really have a drive to go out and search for other games. Now, you know, I'm looking at the VR market. I'm looking at, like, all the markets every day, you know. I'm looking forward to certain releases, like, um, you know, Ghost of Tsushima for the PS4. That yeah, is... That looks... I'm so that. When I first saw that game, oh, man. Even, like, when it said the leaves have their own engine, like, or own, like, you know, yeah. sprites <laughs> engine. Like, are you serious? Have an engine for them to move the leaves? No wonder it looks so freaking good. Like, I was just mesmerized by the leaves falling from the trees, like, you know, and floating with the characters as they're fighting, uh, mm. doing their sword fighting. I'm like, wow, this is a beautiful See, like, freaking game. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the guys that look at the atmosphere when I'm playing a game. Like, for yes. example, um, when I was playing Detroit, um, I, 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 have you played it before? Or I, ha- I have the game on my PS4. I have not played it yet, though. Okay, well, there is a scene where you're playing with all the androids, and you're mm-hmm. up, you're up in more of the northern area of Detroit. So there is snow, yeah, and just the the dynamic snowfall, the way you like the footsteps fall apart, the way that the footsteps get meshed in with the snow. That's what I'm looking at. Wow. I, in the cutscenes, like, and in Detroit, don't get me wrong, the game looks beautiful. The, yeah, it's really, really well done. The, the facial construction's really well done. It, man, the, that game was a really, really good game, and you know, I. I'm proud to I'm I'm proud to say I share the same birth month with that game. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I need like you know what I need to play that game. I need to play Horizon Zero Dawn. I have both those games, brand new, just sitting here. Haven't played it yet. Don't know why. So many games out. We got spoiled in 2016 and 17 with games. Even nowadays oh, yeah. with 2018 and 19 on the on the horizon, it's a lot of lot of games coming out. It's a ton of games I want to play. Like I already have. Oh my goodness! I'm ashamed to say, but I have like 220 games on my wish list for for Steam alone, and then have like probably 40 more. So many. On my, I, have, I have four. I have four. Oh my lord! And like some of them aren't even like major games. I got like Small Land, Lethal League, Blaze, um, a prison architect type game that's just about a mall, and then nice. you have Metro Exodus. Metro Exodus is gonna be. So, oh, I'm so. Excited that's gonna be that. a cool game. I can't wait. <laughs> Especially since it's set in the snow. I love games that have a snow atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And you know, speaking of games that have a snow atmosphere, one of my favorite games of all time, Tom Clancy's The Division. Not only does it take place in the city that I live an hour away yeah. from and used to live in for a few years, yeah. you know, I, I can look at places and be like, wow, I've literally stood right where, where I am. You know, I, it, with the snow atmosphere and like being able to play it in the same seasonal atmosphere, like I'm probably mm-hmm. going to play it tonight, let's be honest. Yeah. I reinstalled it last night, you know, <laughs> that good 43 gig download. But, uh, you know, it just it feels so good to play games. I, I love snow games and, like, cozy games like that. Yes. And at the same time, you know, it's when it's a game you enjoy, it's even better. Oh, yeah, definitely. That game was fun when it first came out. It was still a good game. I know we got, ner- like, they kept nerfing guns and nerfing different things and punishing yeah. players for breaking the, you know, the wall and getting impatient. Because they kept promising all, to open it up New York. Games it like that. It they did. They, they opened up, uh, not like, I think it was 
not not even a year ago they opened up more of uh central park which they put and they put into the dark zone then they added a few more uh i forget what they're called because i haven't played in a while but the uh quests you can get from the uh dealers in the subway um and then they they expanded onto underground they added last stand and frontline which you can play you know, and then the, in the Dark Zone, um, the, the way they did Central Park, the main reason they kind of explained can, uh, canonically why they can't go up is because Central Park is just bodies, us stacked upon bodies upon bodies. So when you get near Central Park, you can literally see piles and mounds and hills of just covered up bodies. Oh, man. And then when you're in the Dark Zone and you see that, you know, with the fact that they're, they're, a player can come around the corner and kill you at any second, yeah. it's just, you get that good atmosphere. You get yeah. that, ooh, this is, is going to be a good game atmosphere. Yeah, that game was. I, I think I'm gonna go back and play it again because it was a fun game to play. I, when I first got the game, I played it with my friends online every single day, every weekend. And when the first time we, we got all, remember I got all our, our guns together, purples, whatever. I got a rank up. I'm like, okay, we, I think we're ready. We go right in the dark zone. The first time we go in the dark zone, we you know shoot up the first um, first group. I'm like, oh, we got them. They're so tough. We got them. And then mm-hmm. we're. My friend and I, my other friends got eliminated, and my friend and I, was, me and him, were just chilling there. We go up there, run up, got all of our stuff, you know, go to the extraction point, to the mm-hmm. helicopter, and it's only us for a while. And then these other two guys come on over to us. I'm like, oh, here we go. All right. So the whole thing was, if you do jumping jacks, they'll leave you alone. So I did jumping yeah. jacks. So I did jumping jacks. Huh? Huh? All right. And they do the, do the tube. Cool. I wave. They wave. I'm like, oh, there we go. Cool. We're friends. We know. I put my stuff here. You yeah, the hel- yeah, the hel- yeah, the helicopter comes over. You, 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 put your, you put your bag on the extraction yep. string. You turn around and you just see that skull. And you're like, oh, boy. Exactly. It's like, oh. <laughs> I got shot right in the face, man. My, my yeah, they, friend they, got shot in the back. Mm-hmm. So they, up, they made it a lot they, they kind of fixed that so now uh i think they, they fixed this i think uh about a year ago when you go rogue now you have to actually do an activation where you have an animation where you have to start smacking like you know you have the uh two detectors you have one on your backpack string and one on your wrist yeah you actually start smacking uh the one on your backpack until it breaks and then you go rogue so you have like you have like a five second transition where everyone in your general area knows that you're going rogue so yeah. now you have to sit there for like five seconds and smack the, like the hell out of your back. And then they, <laughs> everyone can see that, so they have general warning. So you couldn't just like shoot someone and jump into Rogue. You had to break that. And I mean, you could still, you can still shoot at someone, but it takes a little bit longer for, uh, well, actually, no, no, the shooting someone's still the same. You can just unload on someone. But if you want full-on benefits, then you have to, you know, do the activation. So... You know, it's it's just easier to do the activation because it's just you get out of the animation and you're right and ready to go. Hmm, okay, okay, good, good. Mm-hmm. I'll get back in that game, and I I still have to play. I, I still oh, I have so many games. I have to start to play. I told Paul I, I, on Paul's Palace that I was going to play with him Destiny Two. I got for free on Humble Bundle. So Destiny Two, and then get that little you know the forty dollar thing, twenty twenty four dollar DLC pack, and then do do that one strike and whatever, but. Yeah, there's a lot of games I gotta play. There's so many games on my list I gotta play. Oh, wait. Question. I gotta ask a question because yes, this is a, a question that I, I that was like burning in my mind for a long time. I kind of got annoyed with with Blizzard. Damn Blizzard. Mm-hmm. So Blizzard's known for making games, right? They're making games like when they when you ask them when's the game coming out, they would say when it's ready, and they are always good about that. They they love just. They're laying and delaying and delaying and delaying and then putting the product down. Yeah. Like, whoa, it's so nice. 
Like Overwatch surprised the hell out of me. I didn't know it'd be that good. I thought this game's gonna be subpar. So I'm gonna, online, I'm gonna be honest whatever. with you. I, I I retired that game. I was I was ready to go into more of the professional uh, league, and then what yeah. kind of happened was it was around the time that Sombra got added. That's when the game's balancing just stopped. They stopped oh. balancing the game. The game got really unbalanced, and that's when I retired. And I just haven't I haven't played it since. I've given up on it. There's a lot of games that I retired because of unbalancing, like for mm-hmm. example, CS:GO. I retired that. You know, Overwatch. I retired. You know, it's there's a lot of games that like, you know, you just got to retire because the, the game gets unbearable to play. At certain yeah, points. yeah, I get that. I get that because I, I know a lot of friends who went from casual to professional and to competitive mode, and they'll do it for a while, uh, and then they, they kept balancing. They, they did a lot of balances, man, a ton of balances last year. Like back, Mercy was like strong with the pistol and not strong with the pistol, and strong with the, with the healing, not strong, like back and forth with, with like with Change her. Change your like, ultimate entirely. Yes, exactly. Like it's like, dude, what do you want to do with her? Okay, stop messing with Mercy, for God's sakes. It's mercy for Mercy. See, like, when it comes to a game, there's normally, like, you know, w- or when it comes to just giving up on something in general, there's a turning point, and then there's the point of no return. Like, yeah. the, the turning point's when it starts irking you. The turning point for me was when they first changed Genji, because I was, I was a Genji player on offense. So when they when they changed Genji, that was like, okay, all right, well, you, you did good, but you did bad. Yeah. And then Sombra got added, and then it started getting unbalanced. I was like, okay. All right, and then they, uh, I forget who they added after her, Bert, uh, Bert, Jesus. Now, but when they, when, uh, when they added, like, the 3v3s, that's when I was like, okay, you know, maybe there's some redemption, and then it just started getting out of hand, you know, Roadhog could walk while he's healing, you know, it just kind of, yeah. it, it got stupid after a while. That's so annoying. Jesus, man. But <laughs> that's, that's one game that was, it was fun in the beginning, it was very, very fun. I, I played a lot of that game in the beginning. I don't know if a lot of friends like you who... Went went to the uh, the pro level. It went to competitive. It was very fun. Then it got very unbalanced. And the, you, you, it's, when it gets unbalanced, any kind of game, it can be a fighting game. Anything competitively that gets unbalanced, with one character just ruling the roost, or a couple characters ruling the roost, and they, everyone picks that those characters. It's like, well, I mean, the game's not fun anymore. It's not fun yeah. to play anymore. Like, why would why would I want to invest my time to really work my butt off when I'm like I can never get over a certain hump or a move or special they have. And they always use that one move, right? The one or two moves that always pair together or always kind of like each other. Yeah, like it kind of like uh, like fighting, like Smash or Brawlhalla. Like it's kind of like you just there's that one character that has that same combo that just yes. it just gets under your skin. Yes. And speaking of the like games like uh, Smash, uh, you know the funniest thing about Smash was uh, I forget which Smash it was. Was it? I, I don't know if it was Melee. Correct me if I'm wrong. It, I'm pretty sure it was Melee though. How every character, you know, like they, they use their fists or they have like some ability, and they just have solid snake, literal rifles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like you just have all this cartoony <laughs> yeah. stuff, and you have like straight up rifles. military rifle. <laughs> like, yeah, you what? have grenade launchers, military <laughs> rifles. It just doesn't fit. It's like wait, I guess it's gonna fit every like a cool character that people want in the game. Yeah, God bless you, but it's like man, you have like yeah, you have, like. Harvest Moon, you have, oh, Street Fighter, that's cool, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine, you know, Street Fighter, kind of like, yeah. the fist, I get it, you have Mario, of course, Yoshi, that's so cool, yeah, and then it's just like, Pokemon, <laughs> and then, and then it's just like, then Snake, I'm like, wait, what? Military boy. <laughs> it's like, what happened here? Military, like, equipment, you have bombs, you have, like, this guy's a straight up, he's, a, he's, a, he's an assassin, you put an assassin, it's cool to have a ninja, <laughs> you have a ninja and, like, you know, a Taekwondo fighter, master, in the game, fine, but you have a freaking assassin in your game. Okay. You know, I can't I can't wait for the new Smash release to see a man oh, with dude. an assassin with uh, you know, grenade launchers and a, and a and a gun 
go up against the plant with teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for that. That's oh gonna be great. Oh my god, this is, this is gonna be the best fight ever. You know, it's funny. I, I'm I'm pretty sure if people are good enough with the, with the plant, that that plant will, will win. He'll win. He, 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 uh, a great fighter in Smash can win with any character. Do you know who you're gonna play as in Smash just yet, or have you, are you still kind of yes. deciding? Because I I know exactly who I'm playing as. Yes, Kirby and, gonna... and Pikachu. Those are my two. I'm gonna play as Ike and uh, Ike and Richter. Nice. Ooh, and I want to try. It was a, it was a shadow. Uh, what was her face? Um, the Metroid character, uh, Shadow Samus, or Dark Samus? Yeah, I, I believe. Yeah, Dark yeah, Samus. Dark yeah, that's she, it. Dude, she looks so cool in the trailer. I'm like, dude, I I didn't know she was in the game until I saw the trailer, the full trailer. I'm like, dude, she looks really cool. Like her moves are really nice. I like that a lot. Okay, okay, but I, you know, you know what I can't wait for? Ice climbers. I'm glad. I'm glad they're back, dude. <sighs> did you watch the melee tournaments? Uh, at Evo, uh, uh, I think I saw like a, like a ten second clip of one, but now I haven't watched them. It was like I think it was like four years ago. It's like it's like two I think two players. One player in particular who like used this like this one really really cheap move. It's like the grab headbutt move they have together. Mm-hmm. And they, the thing about the, the the climbers is that they they can like they can grab you from either side pretty easily because like there are two of them. Yeah. Right? So he got got to the point where like. Whereas one on one, he was him. I don't forget his name, but him or someone else, and he would always, no matter where Mario went, over the edge, <laughs> on top of the platform, sliding through with the block, anywhere he went, he always baited him into some kind of grab move every single time. <laughs> and it was going, hey, 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 with every single headbutt, and it happened like every single round. You see the fa- like, look at the guy's face went from like, haha, it's funny to like, oh my god, this guy's a bastard. Leave me alone. Like, <laughs> you just so slowly mad. get more and more aggravated. He yeah. was getting so because it threw us all whole game off. That's what it's about, right? Fighting games. But like, he yeah. was getting so thrown off. He's he kept falling into the throws on accident and like, probably on purpose here and there trying to get some offense going. Couldn't do it. That was the most OP grab move in the game. No one knew about it until like that, that guy kind of like made it happen. Like he discovered that grab move to be that OP. But it was the funniest yeah. thing ever because it was like it was like twenty minutes straight of this headbutts and he won the whole tournament. That's all it was. Just boom, <laughs> boom, boom, That's boom. That's gotta be boom, a great man. game to watch, dude. Just, <laughs> just constant headbutting. It was like a big old troll, man. It's like, oh, it's so it was funny, but I felt bad for the for the guy who got <laughs> fair place, yeah, man. It's funny to you, but when you get put in a situation, <laughs> you want to die. So exactly. I can I can see the guy's face like, oh, it's changed. He was like, okay, good, cool move. Dude, cool move. Dude, it's <laughs> stop. funny, man. Hey, right? <laughs> okay, stop Come on, now. let's go. Please stop. <laughs> Let me up. Like, he, he, yeah, it's like headbutt, 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 smash, headbutt, smash. That's all it was. And smash me, falls <laughs> up the cliff. And every one of his lives go down, his like a piece of his soul just broke off with the life. Every single time he just went, Phew. I felt so bad for him. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, but no one, saw, no one saw that coming because that was one of the weakest characters in the game, but he made it strong because he found that one thing that he that, that made him strong. Like wow, what a genius! Yeah. Genius man, yeah. I was talking about imbalances though, imbalanced characters. So far, unbalanced characters, unbalanced game right now is fresh. Still, I'm not too much, but Soul Calibur Six with Nightmare. If they don't nerf him or change him in update 1.0 or 1.1, I'm gonna pull. Well, what I have here of hair, I'm gonna pull it out. I won't even shave my head anymore. I'll Whatever pull, hair I I'll have just, left. Pull it out. It'll be all gone because I'll has, give you mine. <laughs> I, I'll take yours, man. I'll staple it on my head or probably duct tape on my head. <laughs> duct tape always works, right? But yeah. he has this move. He has this, he has, he has this one move where 
it, everyone has soul charge, right? Everyone has soul charge. It takes away one of your supers uh, above, and it takes like what 10, 12, mm-hmm. 12 seconds of like a very strong, powerful character. You have three or four new moves. Connect uh, all your moves. Connect every single time they block, no matter what. You can break their guard very easily, and everything does chip, chip damage. Every does, everything does. No matter what they do, they can block, they can run. Yeah, it's really powerful OP. So yeah. he has three. He has one. You can use infinitely. So if you're if you get him in the corner, no matter where he is, he just use out of nowhere and throw you off, and it does do damage uh, to you. And then he has mm-hmm. one where he does that one. If he does it over and over again, it builds up his rage or meter here he has, I guess somehow makes him even stronger, and then as before, his soul charge. Then he has another one, where he can, I guess, throw something in the air and get even more powerful. That's two. Then, having done the whole infinite charge move, bl- uh, you know, blast move, and that one move, then he does soul charge. And he, he takes yeah. away... One guy did this to me. He's just doing that move. I'm like, what is he doing? I'm like, he's just being an idiot. I think, is he trolling me? And he's just the whole thing. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll let him do it. Whatever. I'm, I'm doing it. Like, I feel like it was Dragon Ball Z. Like, oh, is he powering up? What's going on here? Like, four episodes later. <laughs> what's I'm, the I'm, plan? I'm, I'm still watching. I'm like, what's going on here? What is he doing? Why is he just doing this? And he's like, ah, the whole time. Like, like, yeah. What's going on? He he's won't like, hit sneeze, me. Like, he, he just sneezes. What's his plan? Exactly. <laughs> what, what is he going to do? What's he going to do? I wonder. And I'll, I'll, I just let him power up. I didn't know he's doing it. I, I, I didn't know what's going on. But so he did all that stuff. He got a soul charge on, and he, I kid you not, four hits and I died. I kid you not. Four hits from the sword and I was dead. I was like, are you, like did, did I just see what I just saw? Four <laughs> hits from Nightmare killed me? Am I perceiving this correctly? It was like, what? And even Aswell, the, the, the boss character, you can play him, and Asra, they didn't hold a can- they still don't hold a candle and damage to Nightmare. He's the most OP character. Everyone knows that he's the most OP character right now. And that one move should that, that little at least one thing should not be infinite. That one, you know, blast back move should not be infinite. That move can be used. You can never corner him. That's what it means. You can never corner. Uh, it's not even a sidestep thing like you know how Gerald's good at sidestepping or Sophie T has very fast and and Taki's mm-hmm. everywhere at once and jump over your face. Same with Taki and Talon. But he's like he was if you back him in the corner. You can't do it. He was blast you away and, and get on offense, blast you away and break your guard and keep going. Ah, <laughs> I hate, I you, hate that move. I, I can, I can feel the PTSD. Like, dude. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. He's the only character in the game who has an unblockable finisher. Oh, boy. he's the only character in the game, and he comes out of nowhere too. Like the normal one, you can block it, and then he's he's wide open for a, for a combo. So you wait for that, right? But then he goes mm-hmm. like he puts his sword down. All of a sudden, fire goes around it. Like, oh no, 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 it's unblockable. It hits me with it. I'm like, uh. yeah. <laughs> you just you realize you know what's coming, and you just feel everything in your body just tense up. It, it's, it's over, man. You can't sight because <laughs> when they do supers, you can't sight them supers. All you can do is parry them, and we well, can't parry his. Of course not, because unblockable. <laughs> you, you, you can parry them, or you can sidestep them. That's all you can do. Or, or parry, no parry, block, or sidestep. But with him, it's unblockable. So imagine this. Imagine him having all those. Uh, those big old, you know, guard breakers that, that power yeah. him up, and then the whole like rosemary thing that powers him up, and then the soul charge, and then there's a super on top of that, unblockable. You're dead. You're not. You're dead. You can and on top of that too. You can do unblockable, an unblockable string on you. It's like a four hit combo, and then unblockable super. Boom. So oh, he God. is absolutely. He's the boss character of the game. He is. That's who he is. 
if, if you want to make him the boss character, fine with me. It's fine with me. But then take out Aswell. He's gone. He doesn't exist anymore. But Nightmare, they have to balance that game. Because I, I go online, <laughs> all I see are nightmares. And that's it. All you see is nightmare. You live the nightmare where you're playing the game and you yeah, have nightmares of well, nightmare. I mean, Metas are going to form in any game, no matter what you play. There's going to be a meta, but it's just like, that's one of the ones where you just wish it didn't exist. I really, I really did. I really do. Because it's like, <laughs> it's one of those things, like, I'm sitting there enjoying the game, a great match against Talon. Oh, what a sick, uh, you, you know, you're having one of those good sessions where it's like, you're just, you're, you have, you're on a roll. You're, you win after win after win. Yes. Just, oh, great. You just, you know, what's coming to an end. As soon as you see him, you're just like, ah, all right. Okay. So it's done. No more. I thought Astroth was bad with his reach, but dude, no. The not fun at all. is over. Not at all, man. Like, it, it, they know what moves to use to where you can't really block them that well. Like, this is one where it goes, he goes mid and low. If he hits you hard enough with the mid, it breaks a garden. You cannot block low. So he goes, whoop, sweep, and then he goes four more hits, and then boom, finish him. Like, uh, oh, I, love I the know sound that thing. string. Whoop! I know that string, yeah. I know that string combo, but I can't. Like, if you block, if you hit the first one, if you parry it, you're good. And then you can, you're open up to, you know, attack. But. If you can, yeah. if you size up that one move, then he, the other ones are nulls, whatever. But the, as soon as he hits you once and you break your guard, oh, you're done. It's over, man. <laughs> that string is coming, and you can't it's do it anybody. Yeah. It's game over, man. It's like, <laughs> like, but one day I'm sure they'll balance it out to where he's not Probably. so OP. Let, let him be strong. He's, he's always been a strong character. That's cool. It's like an Akuma of he's an Akuma of of Soul Calibur. He's very strong, but has weak defense. But mm. good God, the guy has good defense. Good God, he has strong offense. <laughs> He's so strong. <laughs> and he gives me nightmares. I just get so, like, I just, I, I wish that he just was a little less, you know, him. <laughs> a, little, a little more sick free, a little less nightmare. A little more. <laughs> you know, one can dream. Just a right? little bit. Just a little bit. It's just like that much more. Like, just nerf that one. If he took away that one charge move, I'd be happy. I don't care. Let him have the rosemary. Let him have the charge and then soul charge. Whatever, I don't care. That's fine with my me, but just take away everything else. <laughs> just, 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 please. For me. I don't, just please. For me. Oh, okay. I don't know why I got on a tangent. Oh, so the one last question I wanted to ask you before you said you okay. didn't play certain games is did you watch that one? Um, we'll probably end with this. Did you watch that last, that one uh, uh, press conference, a mini press conference at BlizzCon about Blizz, about the new Diablo game and it being on mobile? Did you, did you see uh, that? I did not. Okay, this is what happens though. Pretty much like, you know what? I, I don't judge Blizzard. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't blame them at all for this. Is what the, this, the, the hire up said that, you know, the mechanic said. You sound you know, very judgmental as you're saying. It's like, yeah, I, know, I, I don't. Know. I don't judge, I don't but I'm, ju well, I'm judging. I'm, I'm judging somebody. Someone gets to blame for this, okay? So, like, I'm saying the higher-ups, higher-ups did this. They probably called, you know, the, everyone, everyone else, you know, in Blizzard and said, mm -hmm. hey, Activision says, this is what this is, and let's go ahead and make it so that, you know, mobile games make a lot of money, which they did, a lot of money. Mobile games and microtransactions make the most money last year. It's, it's, in, it's right there in, in ink. It's true. Having said that, the good ones made money. The Kings, the Candy Crushes and stuff, they've made great money. Yeah. Okay. Those all so, money. Yeah, they always make good money because it's a casual market, wide base. So they took that knowledge and said, you know what? We want you to make the next Devil game, make it mobile. It's like, oh, crap. And you know Blizzard is. Blizzard, BlizzCon is, sells out in like five minutes, right? It's hardcore, yeah. passionate PC gamers and, um, and cosplayers, right? That's, that's what it is. Huge. Yeah, that's how Blizzard's always been. Yeah. So... 
You have, you have this big, huge venue packed with passionate PC gamers like, waiting for, you know, hanging on every single word the developers are talking about. The guy's passionate, he's talking, everyone's cheering after every sentence. Woo, woo, woo. And they, so like, they get on stage, right? and you just hear, you, you, can't, you can hear a pin drop. It gets so silent. Yes. It was like, okay, oh, can't wait, can't wait. Right? And for two weeks leading up to the whole thing, or a month, the developers said, do not expect to do Diablo game on PC. But then again, said the same thing about other games. And they said, hey, surprise, guys. World of Warcraft, you know, the Lynch King. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you got us again, huh? So they thought the same thing. They thought that they're trying to troll them with not one, but two, or maybe a new DLC. I don't know what it is. Some kind of new thing for D for a PC Diablo game. So they're like, oh, here we go. So when they said, here we go, guys, Diablo Immortals. Oh. Oh my god, yeah! Yeah, they're so excited. Happy, right? For right? mobile! And this ah. game, everyone, you, you know, the vast reach of blah, 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 mobile, what, what they're saying, you know, all kind of stuff for mobile, right? So you can play this game right now on your Android and iOS. Like, wait, they kind of like murmur, like, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just like, all right, all right. Woo! Woo, cool. I can't uh, wait! Uh, right, guess right. what you, you can play yeah. it, fellas? Yeah. On my computer. Nah, nah. No, 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 no. Sorry, no, no, no. You're just wrong. On your phone. It's like, what? So some, so they, had, they were taking questions. This is where the guy got very nervous. I felt so bad from the speaker. He got very nervous. Cause like, they're like, yeah, because like, the so didn't do anything wrong. Nothing not, wrong. No. Don't, shoot, don't shoot the messenger. So like, they're, kind of, they're asking him, like, so is there any way that this game's going to come out to PC? Like, this game, right now, PC gamers will enjoy the experience of, you know, Definitive Edition, blah, 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 blah for number three. But this uh -huh. one is not coming out for PC. It was like, booing, like, boo. Like, hey, he said one thing they should not say. The, I get his frustrations because I think it, like you, it was just. You should I understand, like, okay, we're in a high pressure environment. Yes. How have the devs answer it? I, um, you know, I'm not willing to, you know, get followed home tonight. You know, I'm just, I, I just tell you guys what's going on. I, exactly. I don't want to get followed home and, you know, find out my, my kids have been stolen. Yeah. <laughs> right? So like you. You give us a game, you kid, you get the kid back. In that case, I'm probably make it really fast for you for PC gamers. But anyways, he said, this is what he said. Like, after the whole thing when he said the mobile thing, everyone started booing. He said, come on, guys. You have phones, right? Like, oh, my. <laughs> really, dude? Like, it's just like. Really? Yeah, just, come on, guys. You guys have phones. You can play, play it there. It was like. This, this isn't what we wanted. It's like, we didn't want this. We're PC gamers. We're hardcore. Like, in a way, they pretty much built the platform that Blizzard's standing on, right? The PC gamers. The, the, that community is with World of Warcraft was absolutely... That game was so rabid from when I was little, like, when I was really young, like a five-year-old kid, for like, till like right now. It was still kind of... It had a rabid, very strong, you know, fan base. Mm -hmm. and, the, and even Diablo 1 and 2 were fantastic. Great game. Number 2 was amazing. So I get the whole, you know, wanting more Diablo 4. On the mm -hmm. PC, the devs never even said this is not coming out for PC. It, there's no PC announcement for Diablo. So like, like my question is, it's never gonna come. It's never like never they, is. They, said never, never. Not, oh my god, never, never. So my my question is this: like for the gamers trying to play devil's advocate here, why build their expectation up that high for an announcement for PC? For the developers, why in the hell did you ever announce that at a BlizzCon? Why did you it's take time game. from it, your... a whole section from BlizzCon exactly. to a mobile game? It's like, why would you ever? I know it's Diablo against Blizzard, but why would you ever go to a passionate? I know you have other games you want you want to push onto mobile different devices. That's great on you know Switch whatever because you're they're hyping 
Definitive Edition number three yeah. on Switch. That's great. Cool. People will play that. They have, they have Switches too. But like, mo- like mobile is like such the exact opposite of PC. It's like yeah. mobile is super casual. PC is super hardcore. Like it, one is not go with the other one. That could have been an online YouTube thing, live or Twitch thing or anything else. But going to the convention, carrying with you, like it's like, it's like saying, oh, God, we have something new for Overwatch, guys. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And it's StarCraft. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And here's the storm. Oh, my God. Mobile. Wait, or it's what? like, you know, you hype up a, a new game release what? and it's like, you know, what? it has like the most like advanced trailer, the most advanced everything. Yes, like, yes. Uh, I, I hope you guys understand it's only going to run on Windows 98. <laughs> yeah. Huh? It's like, wait, we don't have that. Sorry, not 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 ten. Sorry, not eight. Not I'm sorry, not not XP, but ninety eight. Uh, you, you, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, fellas. It, you know, I I I can't, I'm sorry. You know, yeah, it just it has to go this way. It's like, and the guy was so nervous. I felt so bad. Like he left like three times to go get like briefed in the back. They come back, like three different. It was so awkward. He'd be like, "All right, guys, we'll be right back." And he left for like five minutes. Came back. All right, guys, we started talking more and more and more. They asked more questions. Got more pressure. Like, yeah, he goes again. behind the stage. He has like cold sweats. He's like, I have yeah, to I have to say this. He's like, Phil, please, I don't want to go back out there again. Please let me go back out there again. It's like, you go back out there. Yes, sir. I, no, I just get imagine out there like, say this. You get out there and do it again. Like, dude. I just imagine him being in the same situation as the fans. He's like, you know, I can't wait to like, you know, guys, I'm, I'm glad you brought me in here. I'm so excited to announce the new PC release. And then the guys are just like, whoa, 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 what, what PC release? He's like, yeah. uh, Diablo, <laughs> yeah, you're a funny guy. <laughs> no, that, that's that, that's a mobile release. Yeah. Huh? What? Oh, I, was, I mean, I was watching it live. I was like, "Ooh, BlitzCon's on, cool." I went on Twitch. And I was watching mm-hmm. it. I'm like, "Oh, oh, Diablo." I didn't know about the whole like you know Diablo thing. I'm like, "Diablo Immortal." Ooh, is that a new game? I saw a trailer. It was like a CG trailer, right? I'm like, "Wow, a new Diablo game for PC." Ah, that's you cooking up BlitzCon. Nice. Okay, Blizzard, I see you. And then they said mobile. I'm like, wait, what? Why would it be a mobile for your BlitzCon? Why would, why would you ever want to announce that at BlitzCon? And it's like, it's just like, it's just like excuse me, what? It makes no like. I get the gamers. Check. Diablo is Blizzard. BlitzCon is Blizzard. Check. But the biggest check is the PC gamers. You don't like know your audience. Like that's your audience is the hardcore market. But what they Blizzard, did, yeah, Blizzard has one of the scariest markets when it comes yes. to games. Their 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 fans are rabid. They're crazy loyal to what they, their brand. That's what they, the damn thing sell, can sell it in like five minutes, like nothing. And online, the people pay like forty bucks just to watch online, high quality, forty bucks just to watch it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Live feeds, like that's insane amount of money they pay for that stuff. So you know that much. Why not just take time? And like, you know what? Let's announce a lot of cool things. Like, I can do about E three. That's a lot of cool things for our gamers, our core market first, and then break it up with some casual stuff, mobile, back to hardcore stuff, some mobile, and then boom, and hard with a really cool, nice looking, can't wait to play it, hardcore exclusive. That's all. That's always the formula for that kind of stuff. But they yeah. they led with and, and pretty much doubled down, tripled down on that game. They, they, they thought, that guy's face like all excited, like, yeah, mobile. And it was like... Wings like, oh, uh, 
Uh, we'll be right back, guys. And he left stage. Came back. <laughs> and the, and the like, nah, he oh. walks off stage after the announcement. He's just like, hey, you have to go back up there for questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to need an extra, like, you know, $300 for that. Do you have, you, you have tequila? Could you, could, you book me, could you book me a cruise to China, actually? I would love right. to go there. Want to get away? <laughs> like, Jesus. Like, do you have tequila back there? Something? Do you have like, vodka? I'll take two shots. Please. <laughs> save me. Come on, guys, save me. No, no, no. Totally Dude, just gonna, can I have, like, two shots of vodka real quick? Just not, yeah, give me the whole bottle. <laughs> I need to go out there and you get... Did you hear them out there? <laughs> Dude, it was, it was brutal, man. It was, I, imagine like, paying uh... that much money just for that. Like, imagine paying just... Like, you hear about the Diablo race, you know what? This this is what got me in the door. I, yes, I was I was considering exactly. going to BlizzCon, but exactly. now I'm gonna go. Right? I need to see this in person. Exactly. I'll be the first Mobile. one. I'm gonna brag to my friends that I'm gonna see the first release, the first trailer in person, take pictures in your face, Joshua. And all of a sudden, it's still a historical release. It's just not. It's not in for, a good way. It's not a good way. It's like oh my yeah. god. I felt I felt for them like that's 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 not. I mean, mm-hmm. it makes no sense because if you were going there, yeah. On the heel on, on your, your expectations, I get it, but it makes sense that you're expecting yeah. that game to be what it is, what it should have been, and then it becomes a mobile release for the casual, yeah, that, the super casual market. Like that's a wrong audience. That's a yeah, wrong audience, especially since most phones can't even handle games. You know, it's like yeah. it's tough. All right, I'm gonna grab a drink for a minute, so I'm gonna disappear for a minute. I will be right. back though. So let's go. Cool, cool. All right, back. Um, I think I think it's pretty good because it's been an hour and seventeen minutes. I think so. Okay. Any uh, closing statements you want to make about uh, developers uh, about what they can do in the future or what they're doing now? That's good. Yeah, what they're doing now it's good. What they can do in the future and what you hope for. Um, I'd say that a lot of the big companies have a have a passion that I'm realizing, but it's just okay. So I I'd say the writers have. The writers are starting to get more of a passion than the developers themselves, and I feel like it, the developers should kind of take over the passion of the writers because the writers mm-hmm. are what puts the story together. Sure, they may make the game, and that's a standing point they could use. Like, oh, you know, I made this. You know, how are you gonna, you know, talk down to something that I made? But it's like you took someone's imagination and you made it a thing. You know, it's kind of like animating a book or animating right. a story. Right. But it's it's you know it's not it's not that. So I feel I feel like developers should start following the passion of the writers and should also keep the fans in mind, especially considering we just went on a whole rant about the Diablo mobile release. Keep your fans in mind. Keep, like, you know, as a major company like Blizzard, you should know your demographic. You should know who you're after, you know? Yes. So I feel like they kind of, they knew what they were getting themselves into. They just didn't care. So they they just threw someone out on stage for, you know, kind of like a beheading. Exactly. One thing I... That's that's awesome. Like that's what I'm gonna pair. I'm gonna you know piggyback off of that right there by saying mm-hmm. yes, exactly. Like you, if you have the means to do it, you have the, the the company, you have the crew, you have the skills. A lot of these people are veterans in the in, in the scene yeah. of like yeah, development on writing. They are very talented. They get their own style. They're very very talented. Right, and, and there's a lot of games out there of every different kind of style, a lot of stories to tell, personal stories, like the, the indie developers tell personal stories through their art, even the big mm-hmm. companies too, the same thing. And, and I know the big companies have a lot of money and they can and will, they can take risks and make new IPs. We have new IPs coming out next year. Days Gone's coming out next year. We have, a, we had a Rise of Zero, Zero Dawn come out. 
uh, this, this year, early this year, like the new games can come out. They can exist. They, they're inside of you guys. You can make it 2019 is going to be a pretty heavy year. It's going to be an incredible year for indies, an incredible year for for this new year, IPs. I mean, we, had, we had some good releases this year. We had oh, like the, yeah. uh, the Jurassic World game where you own your own park. That, that was, was really good. a surprisingly great uh, game. Yeah. You had a Frostpunk release, which is a very good game. You had The Crew 2. Spire. We had, uh, we had what else? Mm-hmm. We had... Uh, well, oh, last year was Cuphead. That's right. Cuphead was last year. We yeah. had, um, oh, Unravel 2. We had A Way Out. There we go. A Way Out was one of the best games. Oh, yeah. That was a very a good game. very long time. And the, the ending? Oh, oh man. That was good. That was, oh, oh. I won't say a damn thing because you got to play it yourself. With I, yeah, a friend. no. Play, I, play, I, play, I played that too. Play with, with I'm not, with I don't want to spoil that for these people. Someone. Play with someone you care about and you 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 love or someone you just hang out with it's that good you have so to the, t- the the toughest thing is now see i could say this without them knowing anything because they're not going to understand but playing as leo is probably less powerful as playing you know like as playing as vincent i feel if you're playing as vincent it, it it's more powerful because of what happens you know yes. the way this story develops i feel yeah. it's a very powerful story no matter what side you're on but if you're you know leo has a very strong story you know family based and everything same with vincent but it's just vincent's story and turns it's True. just you know you know exactly what i'm talking about True. It's, yeah and the thing is i had to play as vincent through my playthrough with a friend and that was the the point that you know what i'm talking about that was yes. tough it was. It was. It was. Who, were you, who did you play as in your playthrough? I played Vincent, and and I, ah. I, was, I was doing a dual stream. It was a two night dual stream with, with a friend of mine. And mm. at the very end, like we both were like, tearing up at the end. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. I, <laughs> Would I you tried, say I, your jaw hit the ground? When yes. The plot twist came. To it you? it did, and, and like, I wouldn't say what happened, but it's like it was just. I was going through so many emotions, and I was like, <laughs> I was like just floored by how good it was. I started expecting. I started expecting it a few minutes before the scene happened. I was like, you know, this this could be a possible. Nah, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. They, this game is too driven, like to do that. It's too. It puts the story's building up to where it wouldn't do. Oh, I did that. You know, it's, it's yeah. kind of yeah. like you're just like, oh, you know, they wouldn't do that. The story is just lining up to be this smooth. Oh, never mind. And then it's yep. just yep. <laughs> and then it happens. But that's one of the best games. So like, like proof. Here's, here's what I'll say that right now. You, anyone can make, if you, if you, the, the ingredients for making a great game, right? I'm not a developer, but from a gamer's perspective, from playing these kind of games since I was four years old, right? And I kind of reached like a new level of appreciation when I was 13 and I played Final Fantasy VII. The first game that made me go through emotions. If you can grab me, anybody here emotionally, that's why they invest their time in your games. If you grab anyone emotionally, make them angry, make them sad, make them, make them reflect, make them like feel mm-hmm. what you feel. You know, lost love stories, uh, uh, just lost parent stories, or nice, beautiful love stories, coming of age stories, a story where someone changed from being so cynical to being a great person. Like any kind of emotional grab you can take. The heart of in your in your uh, your consumer, they will be your they'll be your consumer for life. The Mass Effects, the Final Fantasies. Yeah, as soon as you as soon as you grab life. someone emotionally on a game, they're going to be emotionally invested invested in your franchise and in your company, and they will stick with you. No matter what, man. Like I stuck with Bioware for almost fifteen years because that's how good their games were. Because they were really, really Bethesda. Naughty Dog. 
I stayed with Naughty Dog when I was 12 years old. And I still love them. I'm still so with good. Naughty Dog, I'm man. Still Naughty Dog. I'm still there. Yeah. No matter what, they can, for me, they can do no wrong because they do great quality games. They always put the game out that's always ahead visually of any other game in that, in that, um, that release in the year. And the writing is great and the characters are awesome. So, like, I am always with them. Like, if you, you know, you, you I, it's kind of funny. My story with uh, Naughty Dog is, you know, I kind of just went to GameStop with my dad one day, and he picked the game up. And then I just, I played it like a month after he finished it, and yeah. I kind of just took off. Same thing with uh, Metal Gear. I never played any of the Metal Gear games oh, until... Man, so good. Well, here's the, you gotta understand, when I was growing up, you know, I was more or less like, you know, the PS1 was, was kicking off, you know? Right. So it was like, you know, I didn't really, you know, the Metal Gear games weren't really localized then. P- then the PS3 Metal Gear Solid game released. I forget which Metal Gear game that was. I think it might have been five. Let me see real quick. Uh, was it five? It For which was PS1. Yeah, oh wait, wait, it was not five. No, no, no. Hold on. One. The first one. Yeah, no, it was not. No, well, the PS1 was big when I was growing up. But the one that I played, the way I got into Metal Gear Solid, was uh, I believe it was this the one. Phantom Pain. Yeah, I, yeah. No, that that five was not on the PS3. It was uh, it was Metal Gear Solid Four: Guns of the Patriots. There that was. There we go. I, I, the thing was, is like, I, uh, that and Uncharted kind of kicked off the same way for me. Like, Uncharted is probably oh, one of my Uncharted favorite so game good. franchises ever. It's so good. My, my dad, my dad just picked up the first one and I just kept playing it. And then I made him buy two, three. I bought the four myself. And the, the uh, same with Metal Gear. You know, I, he, my dad picked up Metal Gear uh, Solid 4 and the fight, the fight with the uh, snake lady. That's all yeah. I remember her as. Yeah. That I had to sit there and help him with that fight for like three hours, and I was like, you know what, I need to play this game. And I played that through, then I played Phantom Pain, and then it was, you know, it kind of my love for the franchise kind of just grew from there. Yeah. So you know, like it's just, that's all it takes. Like, all it takes is like, it just I really I hope I whatever my hope for the, the future going forward from like end of this year and then twenty nineteen is that developers realize, uh, yes, you will make money. You will make money. In this game, if people who invested their time in your franchises and your games and your company, they will buy your games. But if they are really great experiences, like that's what we we people are stressed in life. People work hard. People like need some time to just relax and shut shut their brains off and turn it on to a new new world. That's what we that's what we play games for to jump yeah. into a new world, compete or play with friends or just be get wrapped up in a certain story that just makes us go wow, like less of us. Mm-hmm. Part and one. I feel like I feel like I said this uh, on the last uh, stream that I was on, like the last podcast I was on. It was the uh, we were talking about the like what, like what happened to Telltale because it, it was still fresh at the time. Um, like the fact that Telltale, um, I, I would have loved to see a game since we since we're slowly getting more and more immersed in the game world and how you know how immersed those games get you and how you know devoted some of the fans are how. Like, the Telltale games are really good at getting you invested in the story. Imagine a Telltale game in VR. And I said that, and that was... Yes. I, I still would love to see a story game like that. That'd be amazing. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be awesome. Make it, making decisions, like, people, like, they're talking and talking. They look to, to you and make a, a choice. And you're like, oh, uh, this choice. And you go with somebody and do certain things. And every choice you make impacts and then imagine the some of like the like some of the point and click combat scenes in the walking dead fully played out in 3d like you have to reach out like and then or if they made like kind of like you know how they how games have like a giant franchise that'll end and then they'll make like a little game where you could tour 
kind of like the sets yes. of games and stuff. Yeah. Kind of like how the front of the thirteenth game had that cabin that you could walk around. Yeah. Imagine a VR game that kind of traced the uh, like the Walking Dead franchise. Like for example, you, like uh, in the I think it was the second or the third. No, it was the th- second. It was the second. Yeah. Um, when you get out of that place, I forgot what the name of it was, and uh, Kenny beats the the, the living hell out of whatever his name is. I forgot. It was like. It was something, but you know how he just he completely bashes his like facing with a crowbar. Right. Um, I'd ima- I I imagine like if you had like a tour type game, like you you'd be able to like play as Kenny and just like you know go to town or like you know some of the scenes oh, yeah, like yeah that guy yeah yeah imagine imagine like saving Luke from the ice lake in VR like diving into yes. that like diving below oh my that would that'd be so, so cool you know be the saddest thing ever too like if mm-hmm. if you were playing the game of course you're um, you're Clementine. In the very yeah. first one, and you had to choose to kill Lee, or I mean, oh no, like I know, like instead of yeah, and instead of like instead of the instead of like the the, the square like text boxes, yes. like, when it comes to actions like that, you either raise the gun and you fire or you yes. drop it. Yes, exactly. That would be all. Like, my because the thing is, it gets you, so you yes. like it's not no, it's no longer do I kill off this character that's so so important and like you know you genuinely care about the character at this point, or do you you're standing in front of them? Do you take their life? It, yes. It, VR adds a whole new layer to that, and it's really really powerful. That, that would that would, that would break. That would break my heart. That would bro- oh man, that would break my heart. Like I would I have to sit down. I'll be like I'll take the VR headset off. You see like the stream of like, <laughs> tears everywhere. I'm like sorry guys, I'm gonna have to stream that. <laughs> Where you're like, <laughs> you pull a genuine Clementine, like you raise the gun, your hands like shaking all yes, over the place, right? <laughs> you uh, pull the trigger, you miss. <laughs> I'd be so sad, dude. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't even look at him. I just, I just shoot him. I, I, I point where he is, close my eyes, and pull imagine, the imagine having to uh, saw off Lee's arm in VR, oh, having to be the yeah. man to saw. Oh, I mean, that would make the experience so much more immersive. And you'll yeah, feel and it would it would really get you invested. Like if a character died, you would probably feel your heart sink a little bit. Yes, you know, yes. like say say there was like some scene in like a later VR game that kind of follows that format where you have to hold on to someone for like three minutes and you have oh! to hold on to that trigger. Yeah, say you say you have to you have to hold down that trigger on that one hand while standing, and with your other hand you have to like start like you know, hitting things. Like, say zombies are coming at you, you have to, like, hit them with, like, an axe or something right. you have in your right hand. Right. And you have to hold them up for a three-minute timer with your finger on that trigger, and if you let go, they're dead. Imagine yeah. how bad you would feel if you had to let them go to save yourself in that fight. That would be so crazy. That would be cool, too. Like, this, the thing is, like, your arm would get tired after a while, and that, exactly. that adds to the immersion. And it's, you know... What adds to that, too, is that if, like... The... Uh, I forget how the uh, PSVR controller is, but they had a certain controller where you're you're holding, you have to hold the trigger, right, of the of the controller, and the controller is yeah. pushing back on your finger, so you have to really hold on to that. Oh that, man! Like, really hold yeah. on to that that controller. So if you if you let go, like, if you have a weak grip, it's gone. The guy's done because the, the trigger. Or it's like back. yeah, or or uh, you see if if you did it on on the uh, Vive, the Vive has grip buttons on the sides of the oh, controls. Yeah, they right. they genuinely hurt your hands after a while for squeezing. Yeah. So if you had to do that, I I oh man, because I, I I my, I'm literally pointing at my Vive right now. The those grip buttons, whenever you have to pick things up with the grip buttons in a oh, game, it, it just it starts hurting after a while. Yeah. So once you have to hold the grip buttons down for a whole three minutes, you'll probably end up letting them go. Yeah, I imagine having to like multitask that while like hitting zombies with like a baseball bat, say in your other hand, and then you like 
say you swing too hard with your other hand and you end up letting go by accident. And yeah. That would hurt. A whole character, their 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 family's gonna call you out on it for the rest of the adventure, hey, you know. Yes. You, you turn back, you see them fall. Like say say it's like a tiny little cliff. You see them make impact with the ground. Oh uh, and then of course you turn around, you see, and the kid comes through, Where's my daddy? Where's mommy? And then oh, the family comes out of the door on the roof, like uh, uh. and they look down, it's like yeah. no. No. I'm like sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I tried to hold on to it. Like, you it's kind of like that. Yeah, it's kind of like the scene in the second part where uh, Car- the Carver—that's his name. Carver pushes uh, Reggie off the top of the building. Yes. Yeah. Imagine having to look over the edge and just see him just. Oh, oh man, man, man. I, that would. You got a lot more invested in that, it, right? I'm hoping the future of VR. So those two developers who make VR games, please make that happen. Like the future, mm-hmm. of, the future of any kind of game, the immersive gaming is vr and you can make so many things happen we get scared way worse than we ever imagined because with P- psvr for our resident evil 7 was, was horrible like, they, they kicked me man they're yes. they're like, visage like those kind of games would just scare the living crap out of you like you i can't handle a game in front of me i i i, I hate horror games i played i played one horror game in vr i felt like i was gonna die in a heart attack before I hit the age of eighteen, <laughs> I, it's, it's oof, it's tough, man. No, it, it is, it's very tough. Like it's, I, t- I tried one time. It was, like, it was like a small little like you know haunted house kind of thing at, at a, a convention a convention show. I'm like no, no way. I can never play this game for a full launch. I can't. I can never play PT. I can never play RE RE seven. Screw layers of fear in VR. I don't know how the hell anyone did that. <laughs> that that game alone, when I played played it just by itself. Gave me nightmares every single night I played it. Like it was so intense and so well done, so well written. The suspense is so built so well and paid off really well too. Everything creeped mm-hmm. me out, man. I was not you okay. Know what's really, I recently picked it up. Uh, Windlands Two just released, like what, th- literally what Thursday. Uh, Windlands One was basically it was a VR game where you just swing around. Okay. Um, Windlands Two they added a whole combat feature where you're swinging. You have a bow in your hand that you could fire in midair. There's boss fights. There's flying enemies. The it has a cartoony style, but the way it looks, it still gets you invested and it just looks so beautiful. Like here, I'll I'll, I'll show you some screenshots of Windlands Two. Just the way the environment looks, it just feels so smooth to be in. Let me see here. Uh, right. Here's some pictures. I will DM them to you. Let me see. Uh. That, that that okay so i'm gonna show you this is this is the windlands one environment just to show you the difference this is the uh windlands one environment and this is let me see this is literally a gameplay screenshot of the windlands two environment let me pull it up this is a gameplay screenshot actually no this is this is the windlands one environment as well all right uh let me see where's the windlands two environment i know i know i saw a picture right here this is like Windlands 2. It smoothens out. There's multiple areas. Let me see. That's like the Windlands Oh, Oh, wait a minute. I feel like you're starting to remember it now. It's familiar. I feel like you're starting to remember yeah, it now. Very familiar. I think it... Was this, was this one of the first, like, VR games? Or VR uh, demos? Windlands 1 was one of the first VR demos, yes. Yeah. I did I did one of these uh, at at uh, um, Indie Indiecade, like years mm-hmm. back when they first came out with the, with the VR experiences. It was really really rough, but it wasn't this good looking. Yeah, you could see. Uh, yeah, 
Now, the, the every picture after the first two pictures, that's Winlands 2. You can see the amazing graphical difference. The yeah. game just feels... The way that, like, oh, it just looks so good. And the map's so much bigger, too, because there's a, there's a whole jungle section, a ruin section, an underground section, uh, like, mountains, the desert. With Winlands 1, it was, like, I think it was just a desert and just a jungle, and that was it. Yeah. And then, like, you didn't have combat. There was just swinging and, like, getting places. Now there's combat. You, you Okay, so... Do you know the schematic of the Vive controller? How it's like a trigger and then there's grip buttons? Yeah. Besides, you swing around using the triggers and then you to take out your bow, you press, you squeeze down the grip buttons on one hand and you have to use the grip buttons on the other hand to grab the arrow and pull it back. So you're swinging and then while in midair, you're using your momentum to keep yourself up in the air and then you have to shoot arrows at a boss or at light, like layers of the boss because they have like little plates on them. They have to grab and keep swinging. You're spinning, you're twirling. They have like missiles that come at you that you have to shoot out of the sky. Like it's it's it was such a good experience. That's so to get awesome. Uh, I, I, want, I need once it becomes more affordable, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a point to get a VR. I have to get one of you those. You really should. I have you to. You really really should. And I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll probably will do it. Play the, uh, a horror VR game with with, oh, with, yeah. with, with, with lights on. That. With the lights on in my house, like nah. My first. Uh, here's the thing: the lights on doesn't matter. You're not gonna see the lights. Let's be I know, well, I know, well, in the game, but but if you take headset off, yay, lights, right? I see my kitty. I see TV on. I'm good. <laughs> I feel I'm, a, yeah, I'm in a safe environment. Nice, you know, my 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 cat. You know, she she leaves my room when I play VR. She like she's the door and she just meow. Meow. You're on your own, buddy. You're on meow. your own. <laughs> she, she, she does not want to go. <laughs> I got chilling, dude. Like when I play games, he's right, right there next to me, sleeping, or I'm messing oh, with my cords and wires. Warframe is completed. I'm like, no. Nice. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So, any any last words? Uh, I, I've said all I really need to say. I, I believe, at least for tonight. All right. And me too. It's been a good conversation about. Uh, well. Mainly about games, about Italy, yeah, we, about the trips. Yeah, we started with the trip and then Italy. Uh, and then also, yeah, here's, here's one thing I wanted to say about the portions. You see, the portions are very tiny. You're yeah. coming from the U.S. Right. The portions are very, very big here. They're huge. So th those are those are average portions in it's Italy. True. Uh, very true. And I also wanted to say a few things. Uh, yeah, since I've been studying Italian, like when you would say things, like when you said uh, like gelato and stuff, like gelato means ice cream in Italian. You know, when you said, uh, like you had to talk about uh, traveling agent, the way you say, uh, because I, it's just like my Italian knowledge is kind of like firing off. And I get so bored when I'm in the class. But it's just like when you start saying things and talking mm -hmm. about Italy, I'm like, oh, this is how you say it in Italian. Like when you said like traveling agent, like in yeah. Italian, it's uh, agente di viaggi. I think mm -hmm. it's how you say uh, like traveling agent. So it's just okay. like it's just kind of like <laughs> popping off like fireworks. And you're That's like, so oh, cool. gelato. I was like, he's talking about ice cream right now. I was like, yeah. it kind of just it kind of just reminded me. <laughs> nice. It's a beautiful language. It really, is. it's a really it, it really language. is. Yeah, I took I, my choices were uh, Spanish and Italian, and I, I took Italian, even though it was way harder of a language to learn. All right. I want to go back. I'll go back one day. <laughs> one day I'll go back again. It's beautiful. So, Rome is a beautiful place to go to. If you have a chance to go there, please do. Please travel to Rome because Rome is absolutely beautiful. You can walk to different places, different like structures and churches and the park, and you can walk to like the, the fountains and it's just it's, yeah, it's so nice, man. It is so, so nice. I love that town, that city. Beautiful city. Anyways, guys, that's it for the podcast. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll have it up. Well, you'll be, you'll be listening to it, I guess. I should, why did I say that? I was like, I'll have it up later tonight. 
You'll we'll be able to when, be you, like... when you hear it, you'll hear it. Okay, right? You're hearing right now. Uh, yes, <laughs> exactly. It'll be up when you hear it right now. And should, the end of the should, show, I so... the, should, should I give uh, give them the uh, star date? Tell them what t- day and time it is right now. As we're saying exactly. And uh, actually, tell us what stars <laughs> what stars in alignment right now too. Forest, <laughs> cancer. Hold on, it? Alexa. <laughs> are there any constellations out in the sky tonight? Let's see. Sorry. I'm not sure. She's not sure. Okay. Well, you know, I, I, I believed. Let me see. Uh, what? I'm determined now. Oh, my word. Are there any constellations in our solar system tonight? Let me see. <laughs> We're both Googling this up. Uh, in the Earth sky on November 21st. Uh, let's see here. Tomorrow's a full moon. Uh, tonight, look for a tiny, misty dipper of stars known as the uh, Seven Sisters, the image up top. Okay. So, yeah, there's uh, there's like a, a seven stars that are called uh, a very, Ro- uh, not Roman, but very Greek name that I mm-hmm. cannot pronounce. I'm going to try it anyways. Uh, Pleiades, I think it is, or Pleiades. To Plato? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, or seven sisters. So there's seven uh, like stars that all birthed from one s- star that was bigger in that area a few years ago. So that? I guess, uh, it, yeah, I, I guess it, those stars are the seven sisters. And then tomorrow is a full moon. And then you have the summer, the summer triangle on the 24th. Look at that. See? So now when we get gaming news and opinion, you always yeah. look at <laughs> and then we got constellation news. From <laughs> <laughs> the constellation podcast. Call an alpha, you're signed. Right. Goodness Lord. Okay, we're officially done. All right. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so the way this works now is the podcast will always be here on SoundCloud, uh, loaded up. You'll see. You'll see either on SoundCloud. You'll, you'll click it on. You'll it'll be on Twitter. It'll be in the Discord. If you're on Discord, uh, my Discord, you'll know what it is. Uh, be sure as well. I'll plug our channels. I'll follow my, myself on Twitch.tv slash Kaitality. It's K A I T A L I T Y. Or, and, uh, or, course, or, course, or and. you could, you could, you could, uh, you could... <laughs> <laughs> I like how I said, or I should have said, and that, right? wow. I was like, and, I'm like, hey, man, I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of, or, there we go. Cause you know, he's a good streamer as well. Right. And you could go to twitch.tv slash I mean, mine 30 twitch.tv slash I M E M I N E three zero. Uh, I don't stream very often, but I'm going to get back into it. I swear it's going to be, uh, it, it's uh, listen. Twitch is gonna be uh, that's Twitch's Thanksgiving wish is is for me to come back. I'm obviously one of the biggest streamers in the world. Let's of be honest. I have is. like 152 followers, right? <laughs> legend, living legend. There we go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you follow me there, and then Twitter I don't use, or else I'd plug it. Um, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, Twitter.com oh, slash. He uses it. He uses it. Oh yes, right. Twitter.com slash Kitality. Oh, and what you, you can go. do is you can, you can send your uh, questions. I want to do questions of the week. You can send in your questions of the week to twitter.com slash Kitality, or if you're in the Discord and you know with the Discord link, yeah, you can DM I'll, it to you can DM it to either of us. We'll uh, either we'll of back us. you on those. Yeah, we'll we'll read them live in the air and your name as well in the shout out. And of course, I'll put all that stuff in the description, you know, below the SoundCloud. Uh, but yes, that's uh, episode three. So like, like I was saying too, so we have one episode. Episodes will be on SoundCloud recorded here the live ones will be twice a month so two twice a month live twice a month not live boom 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 there yes go. right four episodes a month all right so yes that's that's it so episode three that's a wrap 
Uh, everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. Be very safe yes. when you're going out shopping. I would not recommend it, but going out shopping for Black <laughs> Friday. Be sure, do it please. digitally. It's safer. Just do hey, it digitally. Please do. Shop on eBay. Shop on Amazon. Shop on Steam. The autumn sales right now. So empty all your wallets. Go broke and with games on your list. You know, you're a all. great influence. File the hey, games. go bankrupt. File a mortgage. You know, do, do whatever. Get yourself that blanket you want. Please you know? take a second mortgage out, okay? Uh, you know, put your car up for um, auction. Do anything you can to get money to buy the games that you want. Because you're only here for one to go around in life. Yo, man, that's a, don't follow that advice. Please don't, don't do nothing. But you follow that's this advice, follow. guys. Follow, 100% follow. Hell no. But follow this mortgage, advice. Great... Mortgage your house. Sell <laughs> your organs. <laughs> awesome Thanksgiving. I'll see you guys. We'll see you next week on the podcast. It'll be a live podcast. Yes. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Kitality. Please do follow for some more and have a great night. Keep being awesome, guys. Peace out. All right. All right. I feel like we covered a lot of the ground that time around. We did a lot of different subjects, but it's taking to one subject. We covered a lot of ground. I like that.